Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Andre Collins, author of Everywhere I Go. Everywhere I Go is a book about a little Martian named Martin, who everywhere he goes, he sees people on their phones and realizes, hey, they're missing out on the world. Andre never thought of himself as an author, but he always liked telling stories. Andre wrote a personal and timely book for new parents. In a day and age when we are all stuck to our phones, Martin the Martian is here to teach us some valuable lessons. First, that we should not be on our phones all day, especially when someone needs you to be present for them, like your little ones or maybe even your big ones, like your older kids, and hey, maybe even your spouse. In this episode, we talk about the time that you can spend with your family is very valuable and should not be taken for granted. And kids are only kids once. Also, how many of us take the person standing next to us for granted and we think they're always going to be here. The truth is they just may not be. And lastly, in order to maximize your time with your loved ones, you have to not only be physically present, but you have to be mentally and emotionally present too. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Andre has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Andre, say hello to our guests and tell us, what is something you think most people don't know about homeschooling? Hi, hi, everybody. Some things that I think that a lot of people don't know about homeschooling is the time that you can spend with your family. I think kind of how I look at it is like your kids are only young once. So you really only get that time and that chance one time. So definitely have to take advantage of it, you know? Absolutely. I want to talk about your book, why you started writing, what inspired you? Because you didn't want to do it. You weren't even thinking of doing it. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, I have to do it. <laughs> so I think like one day I was just sitting down, we were on the couch and uh, I was on my phone and I think my wife, she was on her phone and I was just watching my son play. And kind of like the overall uh, message of my book is that we miss a lot of things when we're on our phones. Technology can sometimes, it's its a great thing and it's a great tool. It's very useful, but sometimes it can be a distraction. So I guess we have to know when to separate, be present, be in the now, you know? That is so powerful because we're all working to overcome, right? Because now this new technology, it's not that, it's not that old. It's pretty, it's pretty still new. I mean, yes, with cell phones have been out for a while, but what they can do now is way more than they could ever have done before. We do have, you know, parents and a lot of kids who are glued to their phone. They're not present right now. And how important is it to be available and present for just life in general, right? Like, just to be here and to enjoy, like, you know, you were just walking your dog and it's like it, enjoying your family, enjoying, you know, the the beauty of, of California. I mean, California is visibly beautiful. What a shame to really miss that. So how old is your son now? He's four, yeah. He's ripping it up. He, he's, uh, he's enjoying it. California is beautiful. We've definitely taken advantage. We've done a lot of camping. We were going out and we went to Sequoia and been exploring a lot and enjoying the outdoors and I think that was a lot of the basis for the book as well is like when we get cooped up in the house on like those long weekends especially I think homeschooling and then working remote for me personally 
like you can kind of go stir crazy so it is important to go outside get retouched like with nature you know back in touch get some fresh air um my aunt used to call it cabin fever we used to oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) we lived on yeah right we lived on the east coast and um I remember, you know, when the snowstorms came and school was off and everybody couldn't get into work because of trains weren't working, buses weren't on. We're all sitting there in the house. And I remember one year we were locked into our house because the snow blocked us in. Like we couldn't even open the door. And then like all the lines. Yeah. All all of our electric lines broke like they literally ripped off the the poles the majority of our house was electric and my uncle was a genius he had a wood burning stove downstairs so all of our stuff went from the refrigerator we opened the window because we were able to and the snow was right there so all our food went right on the snow like yeah. everything in the refrigerator and we were we were cooking everything downstairs on the wood burning stove you know and those days it, it, it was it was really cool because we didn't really our technology wasn't working so we had to like be together and talk and spend time together but i remember after like three or four days we were like we need to go out you know so yeah we were coming into like a weird point in time where like everything's uh kind of going digital yeah and i think that me personally i grew up in the 90s and i think it was like the perfect time to grow up because like we got a perfect mix of like not having technology and then having technology you know Yes. I still know what it's like to like look at the streetlights and have yes. to watch those to come home. I also wasn't a four-year-old kid with an iPad. So yeah, I mean, and, and I think too, like a lot of times I was hating on it, like before my son was born and I was like, I'll never be the parent to give their son or their daughter, you know, an iPad or have that. But I kind of check myself a lot of times because I don't want to have him at a disadvantage all that stuff's the future, you know, it's teetering that line of like, is it healthy or is it not healthy? Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we kind of, as parents have to make that call. Walk me through your process of writing this book, how you, you got inspired to first write it, where it is today, how you want to impact the homeschool community with it. I think growing up and everything, I remember being a kid and we had fires and stuff. I remember just always kind of being a storyteller, like <laughs> for some reason, like I would always just make up stories and I would just be telling them to my friends, like, hey, imagine if this and like this guy did this and this and this. And I would just get like really elaborate with it. But yeah, I was like sitting on the couch and I saw my wife and I kind of saw myself on the phone. And I think I just went and I grabbed a piece of paper and I just started writing. I had a story that I wanted to do a book on before that. And it was about my dog. That was like supposed to be a children's book, but it ended up being like, originally in my head, it was going to be like eight pages of like pictures. And then it ended up just getting really, really deep. And like, it was like 30 pages by like, you know, before I knew it. So I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is getting like, you know, a little too deep for the kids. So I kind of took a step back and then I was like trying to think of, I guess, a a different topic. And then that morning um, we were sitting on the couch and then I just grabbed a piece of paper and I started writing like rhyming a little bit, came up with the message. And then I probably every two lines or so, I was taking it over to my wife, like a little kid, like asking her, hey, hey, check this out. Like, hey, is this cool? Like, 
then we got a final kind of final product i'm like terrible at drawing and i, I hate to admit it but i ended up contacting my good friend uh julio's brother joseph he's a really good friend as well i remember going to their house and their mom was always the best like <laughs> and uh kind of i grew up with them and i didn't know that joseph was actually such a good artist until i went home with my family and we went over and I introduced my son to his mom. And then it was a picture in the corner. And it was like a picture, I think, of like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. It was just so good. And I was like, oh, like, you know, you paid you paid someone to draw that. And he was like, no, he's like, Joseph drew that. So I kind of kept that in the back of my head. And then when I came up with the idea for the original book of uh, the dog story, I, I contacted Joseph and he was doing some illustrations for that. And I really, really liked it. And then. I was like, hey, man, like, I think this is going to be too long for like a, a little kid's book. So what do you think about this? And I, I sent him the, um, the manuscript and he checked out the manuscript and then he was like, yeah. And then I sent him like the uh, if I could show you a picture, like he'd start, he'd bust out laughing like at me and I couldn't even blame you. But it's like the worst alien ever, you know, <laughs> and uh, he he took it and he came up with his uh his twist on it and I was like wow like, I was really really impressed with with the character that he made so then from there uh he was doing the illustrations and then I was kind of putting in the uh text but as bad of a drawer as I am I'm probably just as bad at like photoshop <laughs> and everything so yeah the original uh copy that kind of came out it was it wasn't I think finished but I think I wanted it to get out there because I knew it was a good story and I knew it was good, but I knew it could be better. So I knew when the paper copy came about that I really wanted to finalize it and I wanted to make it as, uh, even though it's self-published, I wanted to make it as professional as possible. Yeah. So I ended up going with an illustrator and then hiring another illustrator uh, and kind of getting the blessing from Joseph to use the character. Um, and I ended up finding an illustrator and, uh, I, I have like some of his work right now and it's, it's in progress, but he's sending me it over and it's going to be finalized early, early November and it'll it's be so available. Nice. Yeah. Available hard copies. And, That's awesome. And Cause right but now yeah, you're on Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right now I'm on Amazon, but Amazon Kindle. So it's, yeah. it's available for electronic Kindle devices and, sure. and phones, which is super ironic because it's a book about staying off your phone, but you have to be on your phone to read the book. So like, I definitely need, need the paper copy to, to yeah. kind of get the message actually across, you know? That's so funny. So can you give us like a little sneak peek? Martin is a Martian. He comes down. He is on his planet. His planet's really nice. He likes his planet. Everybody on his planet has like the same name. They're all Martins, like Martin <laughs> one, two, three, and four. And they <laughs> like all have Martin. Yeah. And they all have uh, Martin moms. Some of them have Martin dogs. And he decides one day that, you know, he wants to kind of switch it up. So he hops in his spaceship and he takes off. And then he ends up seeing a planet and he's like, oh, this planet looks really, really colorful. And my planet is is plain. So he goes and checks it out. And when he lands, he's like really amazed because the water and the grass and he kind of sees all the sights. And he he's like, you know, in awe. But then he realizes that nobody notices him because 
everybody's on their phone. Oh, so yeah, wow. later on he ends up actually uh, walking around, and then he he gets introduced to some kids, and the kids they don't have phones, so they can see him. Yeah, the overall message is the kids see him, the kids end up playing, they're able to kind of enjoy it. He's really uh, kind of amazed with how our world looks. That's powerful. That's powerful. I don't I don't know if you realize, but you, what you said was sometimes, you know, as adults, we're going to miss what's right in front of our face because we're distracted. But right. kids, kids can still see things and enjoy life. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. Andre, that's powerful. Man, I can preach. <laughs> that's really good. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank so you. I'm guessing the call to action is if they want the book, they can go on Amazon. But when is when is your um when is the hard copy supposed to come out again? It'll be early, early November. I promise. I promise before before Thanksgiving. So definitely okay. available before Thanksgiving. And I have, you know, I think because everyone's asked me, you know, what's your what's your goal like with the book? And I really don't want to make a profit on it, to be honest. Like, I wanted to do it for my son and for the message. And like, I've had people, you know, contact me, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> don't buy it. You know, like, I'll I'll send you a copy and everything. And I, I have a lot of people to thank because a lot of people have uh, a lot of people supported me through this whole thing. You know, and I think when it comes out, hopefully. Uh, hopefully everyone everyone likes it. I think they will. I like your story so far. Just from what you told me, I think it's going to be a fantastic book um, when it comes down on paperback. I mean, so everybody, you guys can grab it um, on Amazon and you can get it on Kindle and its author is Andre Collins. I'll put it all in the show notes. Andre, as we're wrapping up, can you give us one big takeaway you want parents to have from our conversation i guess in the biggest message of martin kind of meet yourself and if you need to get that reminder i guess martin's there for you but if you don't then just make sure that you're not missing big things that are happening because you're on your phone wow Thank you so much. That's really good. That's really, I'm, I'm chucking myself right now. So <laughs> Andre it was so awesome. Just having you on the podcast and just hearing your, your wisdom, a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge, a lot of understanding and sharing that with us. Thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you for everything you do. Uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm really happy uh, that you have a platform to talk about homeschooling and everything. Cause we're all new to this, so it's been kind of an experience for us. And having educators like yourself is is amazing. Ah, oh, thanks. Appreciate that. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.